It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on 95.5 WSB. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center, playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. And a good Saturday morning, everyone. Seven minutes after six o'clock, live from the WSB studios. Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves today. He is taking this Saturday off, not laboring at all. I'm proud of him because it's very rare he even takes a Saturday off. I think I fill in like four times a year. So, Walter, you enjoy your weekend. Despite it being a holiday weekend, we are here for you all morning long on the Lawn and Garden Show. We want you to join us. Call in with your Lawn and Garden questions, 404-872-0750. And this is kind of a transitional time of year because we're fading from summer into fall. So a lot of you have things you're really going to want to start to do out in the landscape. You're wondering about grasses. You're wondering about changing your plants and flowers out, things like that. So this is the perfect place to call 404-872-0750 and you know what Walter began a few weeks ago that I really like is when you use our WSB radio app a lot of you have our WSB radio app on your phone and if you're too shy and you don't want to go on the radio you just open that app and look in the bottom right corner and there's an open mic feature and you can record about a minute question for us today you say hey my name's Ashley I'm calling from Woodstock And I just want to ask about this, and you'll hear your question on the air. So kind of think about doing that, too. I'm joined in studio today by Winston Eason, former county extension agent for Clayton County. Winston, thanks for joining us today. Always a pleasure to be here. Four cups of coffee. This man is ready to go. go. Winston is no stranger (laughs) to the Lawn and Garden Show. And Mickey Gasaway from Pike Nursery. Good morning. Good morning. So we kind of compared notes on how early we got up today. What time did you wake up today? 3.30. 3.30. I had to feed the... Everybody and everything. Uh, <laughs> four, the cats, four, the, four tongs, cats the chickens, yeah. the, the parrot. Yeah. What does the parrot yeah. eat, Bubba? Bubba. What does Bubba. he eat? He eats seed and he eats peanuts. Okay. Oh. And he eats a like some animal, parrot food. Yeah. Parrot food. Special right. blend. Yeah. <laughs> so we're camping this weekend, so I was a little Good. out of my element getting up this morning, but of course my <laughs> alarm goes off and our great Dane Shadow is just rocking the camper <laughs> when my uh that when is my the alarm biggest goes off. dog I have ever seen. Just her tail alone huge. I think is wow. enough to make it kind of rock. So she was ready to go. I mean I had to jump up out of bed, let her out, you know, let her do yeah. her thing. So uh so everybody's wide awake over at the campground. Sorry guys. Four oh four eight seven two zero seven fifty. So I'll take some time with you guys, the experts, to ask you about a couple of things that I'm noticing sure. in my landscape and I think Maybe I can speak for a lot of people that are noticing changes in the season already. It feels like it was so Mm -hmm. abrupt. I mean, literally, last Friday, Saturday, we were still in the high, mid to high 90s. 90s. You Mm -hmm. woke up last weekend, Sunday morning, the temperatures dropped significantly. Yesterday, it was cool. Yes. So fall is definitely on the way. I love it. So now is the time we're going to start to see some of those summer flowers fade Winston, I was mentioning yeah, to you, yeah. elephant ears, canna lilies, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. those things are sort of right. about done. Uh, most of your, um, you know, your annuals and even some of your perennials, uh, uh, they're kind of like at the end of their life cycle, the annuals in particular. Uh, so you're, you know, they're, they're, they're going to start to kind of not look their best. And uh, the perennials, the flowers, most of the flowers uh, are, are just going to start to lose their, I uh, like to say, lose their glory. Mm-hmm. And um, that's a sure sign. And we've had a pretty rough uh, summer, too, pretty dry. 
It's uh, been it's been tough and, on a lot and, of and people's that, water yeah, bills yeah, and lawns. Water bills Ooh. and trying to keep your plants alive. Right. Also your shrubby, small mm-hmm. shrubs and so forth. Yeah. So what are some maintenance things that we can be doing right now when we kind of see things that are starting to look a little ugly in the landscape? I mean, I'm thinking in particular like caladiums have a little ways to go, but the elephant right. ears yeah. too. Mm-hmm. I know you need to dig up those, you know, and like yeah. overwinter them. Right. So um, you can dig up or um, what I usually do at my place, I, I just put a very heavy layer of mulch and uh, that tends to, you know, sort of protect whatever bulbs or Especially if they're rice. established, Not for the, right? not the caladium. Enough for the caladium. I usually, mm. I usually harvest those and keep okay. them in the garage. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But, um, but then you have to remember what you do with them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> where, did where did I put those? What did I do with where, the caladium bulbs? Where are they? <laughs> I find them, you know, in July. Yeah. And yeah. My husband would find a random brown paper bag in the garage. Yeah. Oh, this looks like garbage. <laughs> <laughs> Don't throw it away. You know, what I've been doing is just trying to clean up around everything yeah. and, and yeah. kind of mulch around it for right now. Mm-hmm. And before, you know, it's not time for pansies yet. Uh, no, although not quite. I have seen them in a couple places, but it's yeah. too early to yeah. plant pansies. Still too hot. Yeah. But, um, I, you know, I mulch around it, makes everything look neater. Yeah, you know, mulch, mulch is, is very it's important, in, this time um, of year. particular in this time, you know, yeah. the type of weather we have here yeah. and, um, you know, gets so dry and that mulch really saves, can save on your water bill and can um, actually, you know, prevent some of the weeds from coming up, but uh, most importantly, help to conserve uh, moisture in the soil. Yeah. And talk about, so, we, we yeah. had a really fascinating call a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. This guy said he had mulched and done all of this. Uh-huh. If you don't make that mulch layer thick enough, you are wasting that's, your time as far as correct. weed control yeah. anyways, that's right? Yeah. 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 So what's the recommended depth uh, on? I, I usually recommend uh, about at least three inches of settled mulch. Uh, you know, that, that provides a pretty good um, layer and a pretty good insulation. What for, kind of mulch do you like? Do you I, I like pine bark or... Uh, I like uh, mini nuggets. Uh, I like mini nuggets, uh, mm-hmm. large or small. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like the all the fancy colored stuff that they... <laughs> Um, that's on the market kind of a yeah. traditionalist yeah <laughs> so and what um, about pine straw that seems you'd have to lay that on a little thicker right pine straw yeah pine straw um, for shrubs I like for pine shrubs, straw for shrubs not bad I wouldn't use pine straw in the uh, you know the more visible parts of my landscape uh, probably you know on the side or something of a sort um, but yeah pine straw tends to uh, decompose very rapidly so you'd have You'll find yourself probably, you know, reapplying maybe every season. Um, I think pine straw is kind of hard to do around small things. Small like things, beds. yeah. Now mm-hmm. it's great in mm-hmm. big oh, yeah. shrub beds. Right, and, and it, it takes a little while for it to get settled in too. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll continue this conversation in just a minute. <laughs> and this seems like an appropriate time probably to mention the WSB radio app. Also the Triple Team Traffic Alerts app. That is free. If you were driving down 575 right now, from the Canton area and you had that app open on your phone, it would have alerted you miles ahead of that trouble at Bell's Ferry. So, And follow us on Twitter at AJC WSB Traffic for all of the latest traffic updates. Of course, keep it here, too. So Pine Straw, you were saying, is probably not mm-hmm. good for smaller areas, a little tough, well, to, for, yeah, it's tough to, to do. Yeah. Small shrubs, small yeah. plants. But I uh, love it around yeah. shrubs mm-hmm. and things yeah. like that. And I always roll my Pine Straw. Oh. 
Oh, uh, around yeah, the edges. A, you roll it, and it gives you a better line. Nice. Yeah. I never yeah. thought to do that. Yeah. That's oh, a yeah. special technique there. Yeah. To, to yeah, do yeah that. it really looks good. I, I typically use my blower to do that. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just yes. kind of roll it under. Yeah. It's it's yeah. Mm. yeah. And then you mentioned so it's a little too early for pansies, but I just saw mums at Pike Nursery. Oh, yeah. Those are in mm. now. I mean, that Beautiful. is a sure sign of fall. And then of course, yeah. like the grocery stores and. Big box stores have started setting up all of the ceramic pumpkins outside. Like, <laughs> my gosh, right after July 4th, it felt like, I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Yeah. I was in a store the other day and they had Christmas. So oh, then, no. Then, wow. then, 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 no, no, yeah, no. No, Let, no. Let's keep it just like maybe two months. Ahead. Right. No more Right, than that. absolutely. But, um, the, uh, you know what else we've got with the mums that I absolutely love are crotons. Oh, those and look Even great. though crotons are, are, well, tropical, are, are, tropical, are tropical, but the colors are perfect yeah. mm-hmm. for yeah. the, especially mm-hmm. there's one called Petra. Oh. Mm-hmm. And it's orange and yellow and um, it, it's just per- gold. It's perfect to go yeah. with this. I always get one of those to go on my The leaves porch. on different leaves. varieties leaves. are just yeah. so interesting. That particular the, one. The shape, too. Some yeah. are wrinkled and cupped mm-hmm. looking or some are just, you know, blady and flat. Flat, well, not blady, but yeah, yeah. flat blady? leaves. Is that not a blady. Word? Blady is yeah. that a word? Yeah, that's not even. I was thinking flat, <laughs> not not blade like at all. But, we'll, um, we'll take it. <laughs> so I mean, just the aesthetics of all of the fall stuff. Yeah. I love yeah. it. The colors. I, I mean, uh, this is my favorite season, hands down. What about you guys? Your absolute yeah, favorite I, season. I love, I love, I love fall. Uh, I like it j- too. Just for the weather. Yes. Uh, basically, and. Um, We've got another perennial that just came in. I was thinking about when you said that um, the mums, uh, and that's anemones, the Japanese anemones, oh, and they bloom yeah. late summer and into September. Mm-hmm. And they're white and they're pink, and they'll go in not too much sun, and um, morning sun is perfect, and they bloom. I've had some that I've had for 10 years, mm-hmm. and they just do great. So they just came in. So think about anemones. And if anemones. you want recommendations for what to use in the landscape, there is no better people than these two right here, Winston Eason and Mickey Gasaway, to ask for advice. 404-872-0750. You can go see Mickey at the Pike Nursery on West Cobb, which I just, I did last week. Yeah, Went yes. and saw you over on that side of town. So that's uh, her home store is over off Barrett Parkway and what is that, 41? No. Ford Barrett Parkway and Dallas Highway. Dallas Highway. Yep, yep. West Cobb County. So, And uh, there's a diner over there that's yeah, quite fantastic. Yum. Love that, too. Making me hungry. So 404-872-0750. Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves this Saturday. We're here with you, of course, until 9 a.m. this morning and followed up by the Home Fix-It show with Dave Baker. Atlanta Living with Belinda Skelton. That's 1 to 3. And then Monica Perez gets a little bit of a short show today, only 3 to 3.30 because... Georgia football is starting. It is the first Yay. Saturday of college football. So excited. So, of course, the pregame show right here on WSB at 3.30. Kickoff at Vanderbilt at 7.30. The dogs headed to Tennessee, took a Delta flight up to Tennessee the mm. other day, so they are ready to face Vanderbilt. We'll be back with more of your calls on 95.5 WSB. It's Scott Slade, host of Atlanta's Morning News on 95.5 WSB. The news and traffic teams will be here first thing Monday morning to help you get to work on time and informed. Now back to Walter Reeves and his lawn and garden expertise on 95.5 WSB, Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome back to the Lawn and Garden Show on 95.5 WSB. I just realized I'm supposed to be giving a weather update here, and I'm not prepared. So I'm going to say that the weather is going to be really pretty today. Highs probably in the 80s, lows maybe in the 60s. Brought to you by Ackerman Security Systems. Oh, yeah, there we go. Today, high of 90, so I was really close. 
low of 69, even though when I was driving in today, my thermostat read 65, which was even cooler. Ooh, yeah. Abundant <laughs> sunshine. Love that. Great for college football. Tomorrow, a little more. <clears throat> you stop clearing your throat strategically. <laughs> Tomorrow, high of 88 and a low of 69. We'll tell you what Mickey and I are fighting about later. Sunshine and clouds mixed. A little more windy tomorrow. So complete accurate forecast from WSB meteorologist Kirk Mellish come up in less than 10 minutes. And you're going to really want to be on the lookout later this coming week for the effects of Dorian. If we're going to feel any of that, of course, we're thinking of all of our Neighbors down in Florida as they really begin yeah. to hunker down. Is that is supposed to make landfall Monday, yeah. Tuesday? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, I don't think sun- they know exactly. Is it- yeah. Uh, uh, it's kind of like in the air, but yeah. uh, I think maybe Sunday night, Monday, Tuesday, somewhere. Yeah. yeah. And I would almost be willing to guess our WSB listeners are some of the best and most generous in the country, and we will probably be activating our convoy of care. You'll hear more about that on WSB TV and, of course, here on WSB Radio, where we ask for supplies of bottled yeah. water and take convoys down to, to hurricane victims. So stay tuned for that. Closer to home, we want to go over to Dallas and talk to John, who's called in this morning. Good morning, John. Hey, good morning. How are y'all doing this morning? Great. How can we help? You sound like you got um, a project ahead of you. Well, I do. Um, I'm I'm not much of a landscaper or yard guy, admittedly. <laughs> um, I'm, I am more of the cabana boy pool type. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We like your type. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a, or my, my wife has a nice pool, and on one side of it, um, there, we have some six very large rose bushes that came with the house when we bought it. Um, and they are just a mess to keep cut down. They're thriving. They are, I mean, they're gigantic. They're probably six, seven feet tall and about the same in diameter. And it's just a battle to keep them cut back. Okay. So what I'd like to do, um, is to remove them. Um, I've obviously got some good soil there. Is that the same type of soil and the same type of sun conditions? So is it going to work, right? Yeah. 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 Would would elephant ears thrive there? Now, real quickly, guys, Uh, your thoughts on that? Elephant ears would thrive there, but uh, it's not the, you know, uh, the right time to put those out. So I would hold off until maybe uh, the spring to to do that. You can attempt to move the, the, the rose bushes during the fall months but sort of hold off on um, installing the elephant ears uh, for spring. So just a real quick thought, uh, if, if he does move, remove the rose bushes, just kind of stalling out that soil, really no need to amend uh, it or put anything uh, there for the time being? Uh, you can, yeah, okay. uh, probably some pansies. Okay. John, <laughs> let us know if you think that's good advice. I'm sorry we had to run, but it is time to go. Coming up on 628 on WSB, Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves. We'll be back right after this. It's the Lawn and Garden Show with Walter Reeves on 95.5 WSB. Brought to you by Pike Nurseries, your neighborhood garden center, playing in the dirt for more than 50 years. Call now with your lawn and garden questions at 404-872-0750 or 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now, here's Walter. Sorry to disappoint, but happy to be here. Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves. Thanks for tuning in to the Lawn and Garden Show. We have been here for over 25 years. Walter Reeves has built quite the empire as the Georgia gardener, so we're happy to have you along this morning. 404-872-0750. I got Mickey Gasway. I got Winston Eason in studio. You are very familiar with the two of them. So let's get right back to calls, shall we? Yes.
404-872-0750. That's the number Juanita called from South Fulton. Hey, Juanita. Hello. Now, how can we help you today? Well, my ground cover died this summer. I have been, all of it didn't die, but it's coming back out now. The problem that I have is that grass is growing up, you know, where the ground cover was. Mm -hmm. And I want to know what can I do to preserve the vinca and and stop all the grass from growing. Okay. I mean, I know this it's fall, but already I have four and five inch grass out there. So, what type of grass do you have? And these are weeds. Oh, just weeds. weeds. Oh, oh. Okay, all right. <laughs> so the grass we do not want. <laughs> right. So I think the the vinco will eventually outcompete the grass. So okay. um, I wouldn't worry too much about that. Is it um, in the shade? Yeah, right. Most likely it's in a shady area. Um, not not really. It's, it's about, well, four hours a day maybe, mm. a sun. Yeah, yeah. Is but, that shade? But but typically uh, the vinca is uh, usually very aggressive, yeah. and, and it, it should should outcompete um, most of the weeds uh, that grow up there. Um, you might want to think um, probably. Um, hmm. There's some selective herbicides yeah, that will uh, just do grass to keep and the grass not down. do yeah. um, and grassy weeds, not not necessarily grass grass, but grassy type weeds. Right. And there's some selective herbicide, and I cannot think of the name of it. If you go by Pikes, tell them you want one that will that is a selective herbicide for grass, but will not hurt your vinca, and it'll tell you on there. But just be sure and read the directions and do it just like it says. I wish I could tell you the name of it, but I don't. Right, but um, but also to um, you know, if you put out a pre-emergent herbicide um, this time of year, that will help to keep the grassy weeds from coming up during the the, the cool months. Grasses, yeah, the yeah. winter grasses. So that might be a, a you know something to look into uh, if you just oh, want to okay. keep the winter grasses away. Yeah. And then do it again in the and, spring. And then for again the, during the spring for, for the, the summer, summer grasses. grasses. Yeah. Um on on a, on the latter side though, the grass that's growing there now, I'm assuming that it's a summer type weed, weedy yeah. grass. So that should either go dormant or die out right. during the um, during the cool months. That's good news. Yeah. Thank you so much for the call, Juanita. We appreciate it. Up next is Carol out in Ackworth. Good morning, Carol. Good morning. How are you, honey? Great. Thank uh, you so much for calling. I, have, uh, I had bought last, we moved here last spring, and I planted a Japanese red maple tree in a small garden area because I wanted a small beautiful tree and it i loved it it died now i bought one this past spring after that one and i planted it in a great big pot and that didn't even make it halfway through the summer and died now the first one i think was planted too deep in the ground yes, yeah that was my question mm-hmm. yeah the second one i don't know i think i think Someone or Walter said something about some Japanese, some kind of uh, beetle. Because I looked down, ambrosia and beetles. It had like little spikes. Ambrosia beetles. That's oh. wow. What's it called? Ambrosia beetles. Ambrosia. It makes like toothpicks. It looks yeah. like toothpicks. Toothpr- out. Toothpick projections. Oh. Yes. I don't know what to plant. I don't know what. I want something sort of leafy, something pretty. You know, it doesn't get so big. I don't. Not a crepe myrtle. I don't want something symmetrical, round. Now, what about... How much sun do you have there? 
It's a lot of sun. A lot yeah. of sun. I think that might. It, it was your Japanese maple. Was it one with the the small leaves, the lacy, lacy. leaves? Yes. That, yes. I think that's your problem primarily. Is that they they'll adapt to that, but you could do one of the Japanese maples that have the larger leaves, and uh-huh. um, you know that they're a little bit more hardy. Yeah, a little yeah. bit more okay. sun tolerant. Hardy. Mm-hmm. Now, what would be best for me to put it in a pot, or would it be, uh, would it, would it be? Uh, it's easier more, in the ground if you can. You can ground, dig a nice wide hole. Yeah, much uh-huh. easier. Okay, honey. That's what and I how, would do. How tall would these? I don't well, want to get They get fifteen big. feet tall. Oh, that's a good. That's yeah, not, that's, that's 15, good. 18, now, what's like the there's there's a tree right now, and I'm blanking on what it's called, but it it you you can maintain it and it can grow maybe yeah like fifteen feet high. But right now the colors are gorgeous. It, it might oh. be a kind of maple, but it fades from green to uh-huh. yellow to orange, like a sun oh, sun. Love it. Not oh sun. gosh. Oh, you're yeah, talking about. Only... She's talking about the uh, the red bud. The the rising oh, sun, red sun, rising sun, red bud. That's a beautiful is, tree. Is that something, Carol? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They're beautiful. Yeah. Carol, if you look that up on Walter's website, you'll we'll say it. it one more time. A rising sun, rising maybe. sun, red bud. But a oh, red bud, good. So we don't have as prone as you know yeah. as a maple would be to right. the ambrosia right. beetles. Japanese maple. I loved it. I loved it. I loved both of them. Yeah, but, yeah. You know, uh, is this a time of the year to plant a tree though? Coming yeah. up, yeah, okay. coming up, yeah. Fall is the best time to plant everything, everything. But look at your help. I, I really love your show, and thank you so much. Thank you, Carol. And like you said the first time, you you learn from your mistakes, which is I exactly tried. what we all need to do. <laughs> so planting depth first and foremost is one of the most important. Proper watering, of course, and making sure. The tree or the shrub is right for the spot that you're putting it in. But a reminder, too, if you get that tree from Pike Nursery, they have a lifetime guarantee on their trees and their shrubs. You have to you have to keep, keep your receipt, of course. I mean, I keep them all in one spot in the garage. But you bring it back to Pike Nursery once that Japanese maple was dead. Bring it back. Bring the receipt. They will give you a replacement plant. So happy shopping. It sounds like you've got a fun task ahead of you looking for something really pretty. Keep it here for the latest traffic information. We know a lot of folks are traveling around the city today. So there's a lot of events going on in downtown Atlanta. Of course, we've got Black Gay Pride. We've got Dragon Con. We've got the Chick-fil-A kickoff game. So there's going to be a lot of traffic around Metro Atlanta and a lot of Folks, Labor Day plans may have gotten diverted if your family was planning to head down to Florida this weekend. Of course, you may have stayed home. So just keep it right here on 95.5 WSB. More calls. Joyce Indicator joins us. Good morning, Joyce. Good morning. How can we help? Thank you for taking my call. Of course. I have a question about using Roundup in your garden. Is it safe or not? I had so many different stories. Okay, so that is a great question, and we could yeah, really get in depth yeah. with that, but I don't know if the experts want to with the... I use Roundup mm-hmm. in my garden. Yep. It's Me glyphosate. Too. Me too. It's, it's yeah. glyphosate is the chemical. Um, Pike no longer carries Roundup. We carry a product called Cleanup, which is glyphosate. Same active ingredient. Uh, same active, that's, that's ingredient. active ingredient. And um, I use it, and the reason I use it is because once you sp- once it's it, it doesn't have soil activity; it's just strictly vascular, strictly through the um, the plant. So you know, I would not spray it on something and eat it the next day or something. But I do use it; I still use it. I, well, my reason that I'm asking, I've got grass like 
grass growing in the garden and everything. So and now, if I can, I use a pre-emergent in the garden. Mm-hmm. Now, the the thing in, that you need to remember. Garden? Is this a vegetable, a vegetable garden? Or garden? It's a vegetable garden, yes. Right. That's why I was concerned right. about using the um, Roundup and pre-emergent and so what do I do? The, the weeds are just going crazy. I would use, just remember that when you use the Roundup, everything it touches is going to kill. Everything. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't leave anything in the soil. So now is probably a good time to go out there and spray it and get rid of all those weeds before you plant mm-hmm. your fall garden. Okay, you, and then with the fall garden, mm-hmm. when do you start to plant your I kale and... I usually uh, about yeah. the middle of, and all that middle stuff. Middle September. September. A middle of September. So right. just, just a couple more weeks. A couple more weeks. Okay. That, that, and you can't that use a pre Okay. So if I went out and now, because it's just weeds, mm-hmm. grass weeds. I don't know the name of them, but they're everywhere. So if I sprayed it all now and killed it all, uh, it would be safe to ply it up and plant in mm-hmm. September. I believe so. That's correct. Yeah, yes. so we've mm-hmm. got 15, 16 days before. And mulch. Uh, and, you know, yeah. I usually encourage a lot of mulch in the garden, um, and that helps to keep the weeds down. I use newspaper yeah. and mulch uh, on top of Newspaper and it. mulch, um, you know. Using that, the fall. That, that solves a lot of that weed problem. And then we talked about pre-emergent, too, but keep in mind, I don't know how many of you do gardens from seed, right. but, of course, doing that. a pre-emergent is going to stop any seed growth. So mm-hmm. too I close together, don't want to do that. I don't, don't know that, do that I would use a pre-emergent. Yeah, if, if, you're starting your, if you're starting your garden with any type of seeds, um, yeah. then um, a pre-emergent wouldn't be a good choice. Yeah. Um, all right. So in sep- September 15th is, I mean, that's kind of a, a big day or a, a good time of year for gardeners to remember, really start thinking about the vegetable gardening and also um, weeding or uh, no, seeding, yeah. seeding for fescue, fescue. lawns mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And I mean, pre-emergent. Just, and yes. pre-emergent applications. Yeah. Yeah. September mm-hmm. is so active, mm-hmm. but yeah. you're thinking, okay, I really want to make my fescue much more lush for next year. I'm ready. I'm going to go out and buy the seed. Don't do pre-emergent and your fescue (laughs) seed together. I know that's conflicting information, and it's such a tough battle to think, well, when do I do it, or what order do I do it in? So real quick, if Mm y'all could kind of remind folks, A, the order in which it needs to be done, but the space that needs to be left in between those two. Obviously, you don't want the pre-emergent competing and killing out the fescue seed. So how do you time that? Right. So uh, if you're if you're planning to overseed, then you you'll just have to withhold. Um, do right. not apply that pre-emergent because the pre-emergent works to prevent seeds from coming up. And it, it you know it, whether grassy seeds or whether it's your fescue seeds or your crabgrass seeds, it's it's just going to cause the seeds to die out on you. So uh, don't do that. Don't do it. And it's for your it. Bermuda yeah, and it, for your zoysia right, and your so, centipede. Right. That's what you need to put. So your, all your warm season grasses, um, you know, you can put out an application of pre-emergent uh, in, say, September to control the winter weeds in Perfect. those type of grasses. Perfect. Thank you for the reminder, and guys. And timing is everything with pre-emergence. True. Everything. Yeah. True. 
404-872-0750. Coming up, we'll talk to Karen and Marietta about her gardenia, scarlet down in Greensboro, a plant died, and how to replace it and what to replace it with. Get a pen and paper ready because we may rattle off some recommendations. <laughs> Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves along with Mickey Gazaway. Winston Easton will be back right after this. Scott Slade here on your WSB Weekend. Enjoy Walter Reeves Lawn and Garden and Dave Baker's Home Fix-It this morning on 95.5 WSB. The WSB News Team, meteorologist Kirk Mellish and I will be here Monday morning with Atlanta's Morning News. Here's Walter. And a happy Labor Day weekend to you. Hope you're not laboring too hard. This doesn't feel like work to us. Winston Eason, Mickey Gasway, Ashley Frasca in studio answering your lawn and garden questions for the next two hours. A quick check of the weather brought to you by Finley Roofing. A high of 90 today, a low of 69. Abundant sunshine. It's going to be a really pretty day, mostly clear in the evening hours. Tomorrow, a high of 88, a low of around 70. A little more clouds, but clear skies generally overall for most of you throughout the day. An updated weather forecast comes from meteorologist Kirk Mellish in less than 10 minutes. want to jump back out to the phones and talk to Karen up in Marietta about her gardenia. Good morning, Karen. Good morning. I have a wonderful gardenia that is blooming for the second time this summer. It blooms in late May and then again in August. The problem I'm having is that the flowers are smaller and they start turning brown before they're completely open. Now, also on the flowers, I see just dozens of tiny, tiny brown bugs running around. And I'm wondering if that, if the bugs have something to do with the flowers not opening and fading so quickly. Yeah, it's, it's quite yeah, possible. Yeah. Um, but also um, the temperatures have been, you know, um, very uh, unkind to most flowers. So yeah. uh, it could be um, the temperature, but um, just basically the weather. Uh, but basically, um, the insects could have a, a lot more profound effect on on the flower buds. It, they can either, um, you know, cause the flower buds not to open up. Uh, mm -hmm. So right. So that could be your main problem there. Yeah. So okay. So what can I do about it? Yeah, insecticide. I think is that you, necessary? Yeah. You yeah. could. You could use a, either a systemic insecticide mm -hmm. or you could use something that was um, a, a contact killer, and that would help mm -hmm. a lot, I think. Uh, okay. I, I was wondering about your flowers. Are they are they turning brown completely, or are the edge of the blooms turning brown first? Mm. Are they turning brown before they open up or after they open up? I was wondering if maybe up. she had some well, thrips no, in there. Well, they're turning brown before they're completely open. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure then. Maybe thrips. Yeah, it could be it could thrips. Be thrips. Yeah. And they, uh, they're little tiny things. Just real things. tiny, soft-bodied insects. Yeah. Um, try some systemic. I think I would try systemic, though, like um, Bayer Tree and Shrub or one of those. They'll right. work really good. Right. The systemics will, will work. Um, they're a little bit uh, slower acting. Slower. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I would probably start off with maybe like some horticultural soap that. or something like that that's a, a little bit more... Um, you know, uh, immediate effect in, in controlling okay. the insects. And then you might want to follow up with the systemic. And um, the systemics last yeah. for a whole year, right. so you wouldn't have to worry about them. Next spring, in May, you know you're not going to have it again yeah. because it's still going to be on there. Right. right. Oh, wouldn't that be wonderful? That yes, would be, it yes. would be wonderful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So either bonad um, um, or systemic killer, um, it's imidacloprid is the chemical, or bear tree and shrub. 
Thank you for the call, Karen. Shop and save with the Atlanta Journal-Constitution. Get in-depth local news and details you won't find anywhere else. This Sunday, the AJC digs deeper into how other cities have managed and regulated those e-scooters. So more on that from your Atlanta Journal-Constitution coming up on 658 right now. Ashley Frasca in for Walter Reeves this morning with you hosting Lawn and Garden until 9 a.m. Give us a call, 404-872-0750.